Salafla everyone and welcome to the Samoan Scientist podcast. This episode is really a reflection podcast about what I've learned this year and some goal setting tips and goals and intentions for next year. Hey everyone, so just reflecting on 2019 and I think it's really important to reflect whenever we go into um, kind of like a new chapter or a new journey and I wanted to share my reflection with you just to give um, hopefully some relatability like you guys have been like yeah I, I understand where you're coming from or just some advice to help you if you're having some similar challenges. So I think for me just reflecting overall this year has been quite challenging um, challenging mentally for me um, after moving back home to New Zealand from Samoa because I was working in Samoa for about two years um, in science and so I moved over there by myself and um, yeah it was, a, it was a good experience and so when I came back I didn't have any science jobs or any job lined up for me um, and I was thinking about further study but nothing was ready for me to really jump into so I thought it would be a great time to spend time with my family I'm quite a privilege you know to have that time and at, at, and you know one of my family members were unwell so I thought that would be a great opportunity to spend more time with them and to look after them so I've currently been doing that for nine months and it was quite difficult having come back home and not really having a routine um, not having a routine to go to work every day uh, you know the process of getting up early um, getting clothes ready and then going to work and doing your job and then coming back home having dinner I didn't have any really um, structure to my days I also found it hard to have a source of income as well um, and it was quite difficult looking after my family member and being my family and being around my family like all the time because uh, when I was in Samoa you know I, was pre I pretty much was independent um, I could do things whenever I want eat whenever I want and um, you know I could just go out and go for a meal or I could go and hop on the boat um, and do some paddling some bar and then I just come home whenever I want to so yeah it was quite difficult that transition it's quite it's like the opposite you know coming from having lived in New Zealand for so long and then living in Samoa and then transitioning back to New Zealand it was quite difficult and so in saying that you know um, when you go through these challenges you learn a lot about yourself and so what I've learned this year is that self-reflection is key I've really had to reflect and look inside myself and to find motivation to carry out each day with purpose because in the beginning I wasn't you know I was just lying in bed and not wanting to do anything and just just like feeling really unmotivated so what I did is that I had a short conversation in my head but like a mul multiple short conversations in my head um, about what I wanted in life 
and so I I'm a person that thrives on purpose and meaning that everything happens for a reason and that I do something for a reason not just because I just did it and so I, I question myself in my head and also out loud like about my purpose what it is and how do I go about um, actioning it how do I go about processing it out and so I got a lot of my inspiration through the internet so through that self-reflection which is really key I also learned that the internet is pretty amazing so I knew that I needed some inspiration about how to find my purpose and then how to go about that so I began searching online and that's when I found out about podcasts and for those of you guys who don't know I'm about to change your life right now because podcasts are really kind of like a recorded radio interview but um, it's more casual um, it can be scripted if you if you wanted it to or it could be like my podcast right now just a casual chat and so I came across so many podcasts they were like feeding my brain mentally I was learning so much and they make you feel so motivated depending what ones you listen to so I immediately I think I think maybe the first podcast that I listened to was um, Ice Project. So um, Ice, oh my gosh, I forgot his real name, but anyway, I call him Ice. He's actually um, an ex-rugby or league player, but I actually came across this podcast because I was trying to look for plant-based moldy podcast because I follow him on Instagram but instead I came across Ice Project and I thought okay I'll just have a listen and I had a quick listen and thought ooh that's not my thing and so I went back to plant-based Māori and I really learned a lot about um, the different guests that were on um, but then I actually came back around and listened to Ice Project and he is um, I'd say he's like quite a big influence in starting my motivation and starting my purpose um, and knowing how to go about it and then carrying on from that I listened to Gary V such a big fan of Gary V now I also listened to the Nuku podcast where there's beautiful wahine where she has going going around New Zealand and interviewing um, indigenous women and what they do in their space and how they're owning their space so again the internet is amazing and I found these amazing podcasts and I would definitely recommend listening to them I can list them below so plant-based Māori Ice Project Gary V in terms of motivation if you're wanting to know how to get started with a purpose or motivation or even financial things um, but also Nuku is a really empowering podcast for indigenous women and just making you aware of uh, the amazing people that are out there so having gone through that self-reflection you know going through those challenges and then going to the internet and asking okay how do I find my purpose and how do I get out of my slump I really found that listening to podcasts helped for me so particularly for Ice Project I'll talk about this later must be at the end of the podcast that like he um this particular podcast that talks about goal setting and power lists and that tool and that method was really just a way was just a place for me to start because I was at that place where I was just like I have no idea how to motivate myself I have no idea how to live my life with purpose because at the moment my environment has changed and I'm finding it hard to adjust so definitely the podcast from Ice Project 
called blows like I think it's like goal setting and power list is really important method to get started if you're not sure where to go but I'll we'll come back around to that and the third thing that I learned in 2019 is that the mind is very powerful you know like this year I've led, battled a lot with my inner thoughts and you know just like when you're going around even if you're walking through the mall you know your mind will just think oh that looks like a nice dress oh but I don't think I have it in my size you know like those types of thoughts in my head and so I've been having so many inner thoughts um positive and negative and I realized you know you can be having such a positive day and thinking positive thoughts and you're going about your day really positive and motivated and then someone will just say something negative and for me it just like changed my day completely it just went from like 100 to zero when someone say something negative or if I read a negative comment it just goes downhill like really quick and I think uh, for me, that's a big learning curve to to really understand that um, it's all about mentality. It's all about the way we think about things. It's all about how we view ourselves and opinion on ourselves that affect that we act day to day. You know, I could be thinking negative thoughts and you can physically see that I am, I look negative. You know, I'm, I could just be always highlighting the negativity of a certain situation or I could physically look like inward like down just not saying anything or if you're if I'm having really positive thoughts you know I may be this this is generalizing but I may be you know um shoulders back more walking taller I guess feeling more comfortable around situations always trying to see the cup as half full than half empty and so I think for me, like learning about my mind and understanding that it is very powerful and that I have to be very, um, I guess not careful, but like really intentional about the way that I think about things and just thinking, not to overthink. <laughs> I think for me, yeah, not to overthink about things. So that's something that I really learned. Now I've learned so much in 2019, but these are really the overarching things. So the next thing that I've learned is that the system is real. The system is real. I think particularly for us indigenous people, the system is real. And I'm talking generally, this is applied wherever I go, to the shops, studying, going to the banks, study link. And actually not just for indigenous people, just for everyone. I think most people my age as well, quite naive, you know, thinking you just go to the store, go to the bank, get some money, or you just go and get a job. But there are different intricate systems and there are different ways that you have to approach that system to make it work for you. So for an example, for me, I've been really, um, again, self-reflecting on how I can move forward with science and moving forward with my science career. So I mentioned before that I was thinking about going into science, like getting a job as a career, or I was thinking about going back to university and studying my PhD. And so I, I've decided to go back to university and do my PhD in science. And so PhD is basically the highest form of education. Um, it's three years of research and usually, uh, some, generally that person, um, the PhD candidate, will choose the research that they're very interested in, interested in. And they have to be interested in it because 
you're going to be going on this research for three years. So it's quite a long time. And when you finish your PhD, you are pretty much like quite an expert in that field. Um, you have a higher qualification. Also, you get doctor in front of your name. So mine would be Dr. Maslin Miller. But it's you're not physically a doctor, you know, like where you go to if you've got a cold or anything. You're just like a doctor of that of that um, research or that topic that you've studied in. And so for me, I decided to go back to university and pursue the PhD because um, when I was in university, starting out, I, I noticed that there were no lecturers that looked like me. There were no Pacifica lecturers specifically, and there were mostly like two Māori lecturers. And so for me, that was really disheartening because it's kind of like, if you don't see it, you can't be it. So for me, it was like, well, I couldn't really ask their opinion of what it was like to become a lecturer or how they became a lecturer. And I couldn't really ask them what type of research they were doing that, that were helping Pacifica communities or just getting advice from them and, and them being relatable and even me being able to approach them to ask them these questions. So for me, I want to be the person that I was that wasn't there for me when I was in high school. I mean, that, that wasn't for me that wasn't there for me in university and so I want to become a lecturer and so when you to become a lecturer it's good to have a PhD um, and become like a researcher in academia and really be that voice for our Pacifica people our indigenous people and so currently I'm in the process of preparing for the PhD and what I found already is that is that it is challenging and that it is challenging to to um, to like fit into the system because, like I said, what I've learned is that the system is real, and so I'm aware that it was challenging to begin with, um, even a PhD. But I didn't realize that it was going to be this challenging preparing for the PhD. I mean, to be clear, I have not started, and. In all honesty, I don't want to speak about all of the components of the PhD because I haven't, um, not everything is confirmed and I'd like to talk about this in a very constructive way that will help others who have been through these challenges. Because I, I, have, had a, I have had other conversations with PhD candidates, um, Indigenous and non-Indigenous, and they've really found a lot of challenges with the system to even get into their PhD. And so what I found is that I'm not the only one who has problems with the system and I'm not the only one who has had these challenges and, and that it's quite normal, which is sad to say. So I guess I don't really want to turn this into a rant yet and I'm really wanting to find the correct way to talk about this challenge um, of applying for a PhD and challenging trying to um, follow the system that is able to um, get the outcome that I want in a constructive way to help you guys um, so that when you come across it because you will um, that you'll know how to deal with it and I would like to mostly dedicate a whole podcast to this just to fill you guys in but you know, the system is challenging in all places, not just for academia, but, you know, in the workplace, you're going to face challenges wherever you go, unfortunately, but I think it's really valuable to talk about it, um, to share how we have dealt with it, or if we have not dealt with it, um, and to really help and support one another through our struggles.
so yeah that's what I've learned the system is real and I think this is yeah so this is the last thing that I have learned is that um I guess you could describe it as like minimalism I guess you could describe it as um my my um awareness of materialistic things so when I moved to Samoa uh, a few years ago I went to work where I went to work um, I took a lot of my possessions over there so I think it was about like five suitcases that I took physically on the plane and then before that I sent two boxes over on the ship and it was pretty much you know I took my whole life over to Samoa and when I got there I, I soon realized that <laughs> I didn't need the majority of things that I took over like I, I mostly only used not even half of the stuff and and I, I realized that I only really mostly didn't even use half of the things that I had in my in my luggage I would have like core clothes the same amount of clothes that I would have to wear to work but in terms of high um but in terms of the weekend and going out like I just wore whatever I wanted to wear and if I didn't have a certain pair of shoes I would just deal with the ones that I had um if I didn't have a body scrub like from the body shop I would make my own plus they don't have the body shop in Samoa and like I just didn't I realized that in Samoa I didn't have to be all dressed up all the time um, I just wore whatever I felt I was comfortable in. I didn't feel always like a sense of judgment there that I have in New Zealand. Like, I feel like from my experience living in New Zealand, just like a lot of pressure to keep up with the Kardashians to get the latest gadgets. Because I think in New Zealand we're more accessible to things. Like, I could just literally jump on the internet right now, click the button, get a new makeup palette from Jeffree Star, or a new dress from um, Iconic, or what else, like Boohoo. And, but in Samoa, if I was to do that, it would take ages, there'd be lots of shipping, and I mean, well, the shipping would be so expensive. And some places don't even ship to Samoa, and I'd be concerned that it wouldn't even arrive. So... I didn't have that luxury that I had in New Zealand and that was actually a good thing because I realized that things around me was enough, were, were enough. I survived. I survived and I felt that I actually didn't need those materialistic things like that nail polish or getting my nails done or even like getting my hair cut. I don't get my hair cut a lot but I, d I realized that I could really live without the little luxury things that we think we need day-to-day -day life but we really don't and so I'm really thankful that I learned that in Samoa because coming back home to New Zealand I've really learned to reduce my materialistic things to stop spending money on stupid stuff um, to to not feel the need to buy um, well not that I can afford it but like not feel the need to aim to buy a new car because it looks cool like that's just stupid to me now I find that's just stupid or like I don't feel the need to buy Gucci sneakers because <laughs> what do I need that for do you know do you know what I mean it's just like I just need things that are practical and they can get me to where I want to go and that's not saying that I just buy junk it's just that I don't need Gucci shoes to be tidy or I don't need Gucci shoes to be noticed in a meeting or I don't need 
a car for people to respect me or like I don't need the Jeffree Star makeup palette for people to notice me do you know what I mean it's really valuable that I've learned that minimalistic minimalism and also the I guess like not not the need for materialistic things has been so valuable and I really appreciate that um that I've learned that I mean I'm still working on it but you know <laughs> I've learned that in 2019 so we'll come to the last section which is our goals and intentions for next year now um I'm not really a person to set goals like you know like new year new me hey I gotta set goals and like write them on my whiteboard and stuff I mean I like doing that because it looks pretty but I don't like following it through but what I talked to you guys about just before was um about the internet being amazing and particularly listening to podcasts so the ice project podcast and they talked about goal settings and the power list and this is really the only time that i felt where goals have worked and goal planning has worked for me so if you um, are wanting to set goals for the new year or wanting to set goals just for like for one week goals I would definitely recommend listening to the ice podcast just search it in the ice sorry the ice project podcast um things like goal setting and power list so for me when I was going through my challenges of not being motivated I use this technique and um I'll give you like yeah I'll give you an example so I created a list of one month goals now you can have 12 month goals or one week goals whatever you would like but for me I just did one month goals and I divided my goals into four sections so the first section was personal and what I wrote was that I wanted to write down family stories from my mum and from my nana once a week so that when I'd have a conversation with them and they would say oh back in my day when I was young I would write that down so that I would have a list for it and with each goal you you write how you would feel once you've completed that goal and why you were wanting to achieve that goal so for me the feeling was that if I wrote down stories from my mum and nana that I would feel purposeful that I would feel more motivated because I'd have I'd have something that I need to do throughout the week not just lie in bed and do nothing so I would feel purposeful motivated and why I wanted to do that is just to preserve our stories and our history really for my family the second section that that you have in your goals is health slash fitness so for me this was waking up at 7 30 a.m each day again i'm not a morning person so these goals are not going to be easy they're supposed to challenge you so for me that was waking up at 7 30 a.m each day and why i want to do that was to give purpose and structure to my day that meant I knew that I was going to wake up at 7.30 a.m. And that means I would have to do something after that. And I guess the feeling afterwards is feeling that I've accomplished something for the day. Because I was at that stage, right? It was just even waking up, that's an accomplishment. So that was how I was feeling. Um, that I would have more purpose and structure. And that I wanted to do that because it was something that I could complete on a day-to-day -day basis. The third section for my goals is business slash finance. So for me, I wrote down only allow store bought food once a week. 
so previously I would just buy like sushi or McDonald's or whatever whenever and I noticed it was like a waste of money so I didn't want to waste my money I didn't want to affect my health by buying takeaways all the time so I wanted to complete this so that I feel proud and have a sense of willpower just for my health and my money as well and the last section for goal setting is family slash relationships so I wrote down create a list of idols and find the people around them and to make relationships so I wanted to do this to create connections um, talk to different people understand how they talk and how they react because people it's really interesting understanding people's different ways because then you can apply that and adapt it to how you want to present yourself to other people and act in the world and so if I completed that goal I would feel motivated and inspired and so with all of these four sections of the goals I had to complete them in one month and Within those goals, you have five power lists. I think I think they call it like the power list. And there are five tasks that you do each day that you have to tick off that helps each of those goals. So it's very um, structured, if you like that. And it really puts you on task. So I'm a person that likes structure. I'm a person that likes writing lists. So for me, this was perfect. I could literally have my list, my five power list, to achieve the one goal, for instance, of creating a list of idols. And I would tick off, okay, yep, I've done my research about looking who are at my different idols who would be helping me be a better me. And so I really... Um, am thankful for this and what I did um which I was I was a bit scared about doing it but I think I needed to do it because I was at that stage where I was like I needed to find some purpose and some motivation was that I wrote these goals down and I sent a picture of it to Ice the guy who runs the podcast and I said this is my intentions you know I'm at this stage in life where I'm just feeling really unmotivated and so I'm going to send this to you um, just to keep me accountable and just to give something um, just just for me just to say okay I've sent it to someone else that I don't know um, that is I've never talked to before but I just needed to keep myself accountable and so I sent it just um, I convinced myself that I wasn't get wasn't going to get any reply or anything but to my surprise he actually replied to it and so I guess what I'm saying is that it, it helps to um, share your goals and share your intentions um, and your list your goal list and your planning to someone else just to keep you accountable I mean they could just look at it if, for instance if you're DMing, some, DMing someone on Instagram they could just like and you know have a little heart thing there it could just be that which is fine or it could be literally you could sit down face to face with that person and go through your goals it's just really important to keep yourself accountable and to share your goals with someone so that if you are having a hard time completing the goal or just even trying to do your tasks that you can go to that person and say hey this isn't working um what can I do and so that has happened quite a few times with my goals and I felt like when you create a goal for one month you have to complete it even if you hate doing those tasks every day or even if you your mindset changes I thought that you had to keep that goal but I, I shared that with ice and said nah just change your goal <laughs> and it was simple it was as simple as that so I have changed my goals so many times and it has really helped because I haven't got myself in a rut of like oh I have to do this, this is so boring and you get um you get um unmotivated and it and it's normal for us to change our intentions and change and change our purpose so 
definitely important to get another person in to just keep you accountable and go listen to the podcast by the ice project goals setting and power lists and my last point is talking about intentions so goal setting doesn't work for everyone right but I had a recent conversation with some beautiful wahine and they talked about intentions intentions are your aim or your purpose so we didn't talk about it in much detail but I I guess you could write it down if you want to what is your aim in life what is your purpose and an example of your intention could be you want you're wanting to be a kinder or more selfless person or your intention is you want to be a giving person your intention is you want to be a healthier person mentally and physically and so I really like that because to me it's quite like a bubble idea it's really like your intention that that is you you know like it sits above your head like that is who you ultimately want to be and I really like that because it's not as structured right it's not like it's on it's written down I have to tick off a list this is what I want to be it's more of a like a like a higher thinking I don't know how to explain it but I really like that idea of creating intentions on who you want to be for 2020 or creating an intention for who you want to be I guess like in the workplace that could be another point or creating an an intention of who you want to be for your family or who you want to be for your in the for, for me personally like in the academic area so th- I thought that was a really beautiful way of thinking about how we want to approach 2020 or how we are wanting to start a new journey and how we um, are wanting to to start and how we, how our intentions are going to be so just to recap like the things that I've like 2019 has been like I said quite difficult for me but having those challenges I've learned that self-reflection is key um you know the internet is amazing there's so many things out there to help you if you're having challenges um you know the mind is so so powerful so just be just being aware of my thoughts and how to um um I guess like yeah just being more aware of my thoughts because I sometimes underestimate them right they can really influence us externally um I've learned that the system is real I was trying to do like my Wendy Williams mm-hmm, kind of look the system is real and the last thing I've learned is that uh, we don't need materialistic things to define who we are and just some tips for goal settings and intentions for the next year and I guess just a bit of reflection on the podcast I'm so happy that you guys are listening um, I'm so happy that there has been an amazing and positive following from all of you um, I was this the podcast is actually one of my goals that I put down for this year and I'm so thankful that I started it um, I'm so thankful that um, that you guys are hopefully getting something out of it and I'm so thankful that I've had some amazing guests on here because I don't know about you guys but I've learned so much from chatting to these people I'm like complete awe of our scientists that are out there and the the paths that they're paving for everyone and um 
I'm really happy that the Samoa Scientist podcast is here to stay for next year and I'm so excited for what next year brings. Um, I can't remember, I, I might have mentioned it in another podcast but I've I've already done maybe like six, six or seven podcasts with new guests already and you guys are gonna, yeah, you're gonna be shook like some of the interviews I was like whoa like (laughs) it's so it's gonna be so exciting and you're gonna learn so much and yeah I guess I guess what I wanted to say is that I created this podcast um honestly for myself to have reflection to to learn more about myself but when I'm creating this content now I've I guess now my intention has shifted that it's always with you in mind. It's always understanding what the community wants to know. It's always understanding what the community needs to know. Um, It's informing the communities of our challenges and how to go about them to help you, to help you on your journey. Because what I've learned is that we all go through the same challenges indigenous and non-indigenous and then it's really our responsibility to share our experiences to share our knowledge so that we can help each other so that we can all develop together on our own journeys so thank you so much for this year 2019 and have a safe break or if you're working um be kind to yourself because I'm pretty sure some customers are not good or if you're going if you're on holiday please be safe or if you're just chilling at home be safe and um happy holidays and I will see you guys next year 2020 Thank you so much for listening to the Salmon Scientist podcast. If you have any more questions or comments, just message me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and YouTube. And please ask me questions. I'm here to help. Mm-hmm.